0: Are you looking for inspiration and words of wisdom so you can go out and launch your own business? This is the Lost and Founded podcast, bringing you raw and relatable stories of successful entrepreneurs, committed startups, and personal experiences that are here to inspire, inform, and influence. My name is Nicola. My name is Stephanie and in today's episode we'll be speaking with Ariana Ajani, the co-founder of Fine Treatment. Ariana was a recent speaker at our OxTech Fest where she provided insightful contributions within the Building Strategic Partnerships panel discussion. As an alumna of the Universities of Oxford, Cambridge and the London School of Economics, Ariana is an award-winning healthcare innovator with two patents who strives to extend human health span and improve the quality of life of people with chronic health conditions.
1: As a non-executive director at Oxstep, she utilises her expertise in healthcare innovation, aiming to improve population health in Oxfordshire. Sharing her wealth of knowledge, Ariana is also a leadership fellow at St George's House, Windsor Castle. So without further ado, we'd love to welcome Ariana Ajani. Welcome, Ariana. How are you today? Thank you, Nicole and Stephanie, for inviting
2: me to join the Lost and Founded podcast. I'm delighted to have this opportunity to share my entrepreneurial journey with your audience.
1: We're so pleased to have you here today. Can you tell us more about Fine Treatment and what made you start your business? Fine Treatment
2: is a specialised healthcare company. We have a patented medical technology for the non-invasive treatment for chronic pain and different long-term health conditions such as kidney stones, prostate diseases, and back pain. We conduct medical research, and our clinical trials are registered with the World Health Organization. Our medical devices are actually easy-to-wear consumer products. They've been on the market for over a decade and are being used
0: by customers across 100 countries worldwide. Amazing, very big impact, which I really, really like. So why is your company called Fine Treatment? Was there a specific meaning? Was it just kind of a lucky choice? How did you pick the name Fine Treatment? The name Fine
2: Treatment reflects our passion for providing a superior medical treatment. One can sense the association with fine art or fine cuisine. One of the key defining features of our treatment is that it does not cause any side effects. So treating people effectively and without causing additional health problems is at the core of the purpose of the company. And it is reflected in the company name and in our brand.
1: That's lovely. Um, As an alumna of Universities of Oxford, Cambridge and London School of Economics, can you tell us more about your studies and how these supported you in your journey to setting up fine treatment? I did my undergraduate degree at the London School of Economics, studying
2: management. It gave me a broad understanding of all areas of business, ranging from accounting and finance to economics, strategy, and marketing. I strengthened this knowledge base at Cambridge during my business executive and leadership program at the Judge Business School. And later, when I studied at the University of Oxford, I focused on macroeconomics. It laid the foundation for my interest in healthcare economics and patient data analysis. So all of these skills
0: are useful for entrepreneurship and for supporting fine treatments, ongoing research and development. That's amazing. I must say, you have a very amazing academic sort of journey from Oxford to Cambridge to LSE or the other way around, actually. So, what is it like being a co founder? We always like to ask our guests, what does your daily routine look like? Some people are very structured with how they spend their time, some entrepreneurs are a little bit more spontaneous. So, what is your daily routine like? I should say that being a business founder
2: is a lot of responsibility. So, one thing is to have a great business idea and have a purpose and vision for the company. The other thing is execution. So it means being constantly involved in business development. And that means keeping all members of the team engaged in achieving company goals and maintaining strong connections with the wider business community and all of the stakeholders. For fine treatment, customers always come first. We listen to their needs and translate those insights into the health giving products that can benefit them.
1: I like what you're saying there about making sure everyone's involved. For our audience who may not know much about thermobalancing therapy, could you tell us a little bit more about what this involves?
2: Thermobalancing therapy is a novel and patented medical technology. It represents a unique, non invasive approach uh, to the treatment of chronic health conditions. Its essence, is in the improvement of capillary blood circulation in the affected organs locally and continuously for a prolonged period of time. It is achieved by a local temperature regulation. So we've also invented novel therapeutic devices, which we call Dr. Allen's devices, as the means for implementing thermobalancing therapy. Dr. Allen's devices are designed as a soft belt with one or more thermal elements, They maintain the required optimal temperature when retained on the body. And they have a unique patented design, which is waste minimizing and super energy efficient, and it advances sustainability in healthcare. Moreover, this treatment
0: has no side effects. Wonderful, thank you for explaining that because I didn't know what it meant until now. So what are the next steps you have for fine treatment In the long term, in the short term, can you share with us any plans that you have coming up? So as I've mentioned, we have
2: already completed two clinical trials which are registered in the German Clinical Trials Register and the World Health Organization. And we published the data in leading scientific journals. Our high treatment efficacy that has been observed in patients has sparked interest in what we do across the wider business and medical communities. We present our findings at medical conferences and engage with the wider audience that way. And we have recently won an innovation grant to conduct the third clinical study. This is a big part of our business development and it will certainly open new markets for us and support our business growth in the long-term.
1: Congratulations on winning your grant. Um, Thank you. Um, Could you tell us a bit more now about your own personal growth? We know that you're a board director, Oxlap. Can you tell us what this entails?
2: I've joined the board of the Oxfordshire Local Enterprise Partnership, known as Oxlap in short, as a non-executive director. Oxlap oversees a 2.2 billion pound investment program into the local economy. So this vast scale, makes Oxlab a major driver of economic growth in Oxfordshire. As a healthcare entrepreneur and a long-standing Oxford resident, I share Oxlab's vision for developing a vibrant, sustainable, and inclusive economy in Oxfordshire, driven by innovation, enterprise, and research excellence. And I'm glad to be making a difference to the Oxfordshire economy, which is
0: actually a net contributor to the whole UK economy. Amazing. So you've had so many experiences with fine treatment. So what is the most memorable experience that you have had and what made it stand out from all the other achievements that you've been able to have? Back
2: 10 years ago, I was invited to give a talk on the 21st Century Health TV show in the US. It was shown on major US channels, including Fox Business Network, CNBC, and Bloomberg News, that gay fine treatment international visibility, and the recording was fun. So it felt like a great experience overall.
1: That does sound like an amazing experience, being able to be a part of that. What is one of your biggest obstacles you have faced through being a co-founder? And how did you manage to motivate yourself to push through this?
2: Entrepreneurship is a massive challenge overall. And I'd say the biggest challenge for us appeared at the early stage of the business when the world economy was hit by the global financial crisis and it had a massive knockdown effect on the funding for medical research. Our whole business strategy had to be reassessed and we had to design a new plan from scratch. I'd say the main motivation was our belief in the necessity of our technology for patients. So
0: we persevered and kept going. Amazing. Yeah. Perseverance is something that everybody just generally needs, whether you're an entrepreneur or not. So like we mentioned really, really briefly earlier, you were part of Oxtech Fest, where you were part of the panel for building strategic partnerships. And this is something that a lot of entrepreneurs say is very important to have these partnerships built. So can you share your experiences with this and how did you manage to actually maintain these and continue to build these relationships?
2: Yes, of course. I'd say we translated the early challenging experience I've talked about into keeping our business model agile. It means that we focus on the core R&D functions and outsource other business functions to specialist companies, which are leaders in their fields. And we do value our supply chain companies. We've built and maintained strong relationships with them over the years. And our partnerships are indeed important for our success. How do you manage to factor in some downtime with your busy schedule? I feel that downtime helps to process the massive flow of information, analyze it, reflect on it, and achieve a greater clarity of thought. And it feels essential for my well-being. So it's healthy to make room for some
0: downtime. Yes, well-being is very, very important. So when you do have your downtime, what do you actually like to do? Any activities or Yeah, how do you spend your downtime, Ariana? Well, I enjoy fresh air and outdoors.
2: I walk in the countryside always feels good. Traveling feels good too, as new environments stimulate my senses. My other hobbies include swimming, dancing, playing squash, and scuba diving. I love, love, love how adventurous you are. I wish I was more adventurous. There is always time for it, and it's never too late to give hobbies
0: a try. That is true. That is true. So one of my personal favorite questions to ask some of our guests is, if you could be in any other profession, what would you do and why would you pick that profession? I should say that I started my career at Shell
2: as a trading analyst focusing on renewable energy, and that experience gave me lots of transferable skills. Over the years I've actually retained my curiosity in the energy sector and still pay a close attention to the developments in this industry. If you do have one, what would you say your favourite quote or saying is? I do have one. Chicerca Trova is a great Italian saying, which means who searches finds.
0: And I do believe that it works. Lovely. So what would be the best advice that you could give to someone who thinks they have what it takes to start their own business? They think they have all the skills and all the knowledge, but they just feel a bit lost on where to start, which tends to be the case, especially for somebody who's looking to get into the tech industry, because tech is an industry that sort of people have a different view on it. They see it as sort of very high up or that, oh, I couldn't get into tech. So what advice would you give to someone who kind of still feels that stigma, but really wants to get involved?
2: This is a very valid question.
0: And I think there is no one best way of going
2: about it. You may want to start with pursuing a corporate career first and develop useful and transferable skills, or start it from scratch. You can approach your university career service, business incubators, and other business support organizations, and talk to entrepreneurs in your network. It'll help to build a strong team around your venture as I believe 90% of success of any idea comes from its execution. And if it doesn't work out, no problem. You can always get a job. In any case, you'll enjoy a steep learning curve and high personal growth. So I do encourage everyone to give entrepreneurship a try.
0: Wonderful, and just as you were speaking, something I thought of is that a lot of people always are looking for funding for their business whether they're at a startup level or a higher level, do you have any tips or suggestions to anybody in that stage who might be listening now kind of who needs that extra push, you know, financially for their business? Do you have any tips that you could be able to provide them? It's good to talk to business angels.
2: It's good to talk to banks, um, seeing what loan facilities might be available. And it's good to have an understanding on how you're going to spend
1: the money. Lovely. That's all we have time for today. Uh, where can our audience find out more about Fine Treatment? And what's next in store for you, Ariana? You're welcome
2: to visit Findtreatment.com website and our page on LinkedIn. Lovely.
1: Thank you for joining us. It's been a pleasure to have you on season two of Lost and Founded podcast. Thank you, Stephanie and Nicola, for having me on the show.
0: Thank you, Ariana. It's been a pleasure to have a chat with you again, since I did speak to you as well at Oxtech Fest. So thank you so much for your time. And I look forward to hearing more about your successes in the future. Thank you very much, Nicola. Thank you. This has been the Lost and Founded Podcast. If you liked this episode, make sure to head over to Instagram and let us know how you found it at Lost Pod. With new episodes being released every Thursday, you'll be ready to continue taking steps to bring your ideas to life. Wherever you listen to your podcast, be sure to follow and be notified about more inspiring stories and experiences. That's all for now and we'll see you next week.